Family from the Heart podcast episode number 366. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, we did it, Stephanie. We're here (laughs) one week later. One week, exactly one week exactly later. Exactly one week later. Two days later than what we had scheduled, but that's for good reason. Which we actually knew about when we scheduled, because there's no way you could have put Wednesday at one o'clock on your schedule and not seen that we already had plans for Wednesday. Well, when we had, I had written down to after we had recorded last week, Okay, I had written it down in my notes. I need to add this. For, man, that music's playing for a long time. This It seems like longer this week than normal. But anyway, um, I had written down that after the show was finished, I would go in and add it to the calendar. And right. by that time, you were already upstairs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we planned for this next week at one o'clock and we're going to be out. And then I thought That's about That's funny it. because I knew when I was saying that. That we were going to be out next Wednesday, well, and, and which was two days ago. I ended up not bringing it up to you because I'm thinking, well, maybe we'll be back by then. <laughs> so That's funny. Or that we'd just record when we got back. Right. Which we talked about, but we didn't do. Right. So here we are two days late, <laughs> but that's okay. We're here. We didn't take the week off. Although I will tell you, it, it, it was a temptation this week because it didn't was happen. It? Yeah, for me, it was okay. because I've got podcasting A to Z starts on Monday. <sighs> yes, it I does. know. I know. Crazy stuff. It does. I so. love how you um, really think that the world like stops outside of that <laughs> when it's it's like you 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 act like you work for NASA and you're preparing for a launch. <laughs> like you're sending people to space. <laughs> it's for me the pressure and stress is almost the same. I don't think so. It, yeah, I understand. It is. It and but and, I yeah, enjoy but my mon- fun. So. I know my Monday through Friday. Although I do work for myself. And all the stress that, that comes along with it is all self-induced. It I, is, because you do work for yourself. I do. And the, the reality is is that... And you have a very flexible family. I, I do. Like, seriously. And, and I'm very blessed by that. If you say you're going to answer questions until 5 o'clock and you don't show up till 7, we normally don't complain. Right. If Any, we need you before then, we let you know. Right. Well, anyway, so, yeah, that that's going on. Uh, we're, we're late this week. Not a big deal. We're here we're glad to be here, and we have some things on the table to talk about. I we know do. That today, before we get to I'm the- I'm trying to read your list upside down, and it's really it, not working. It says UK visit. I save, got that. Save money on internet, and uh, a free gotcha. ISO 922 supplement. Okay. I'm sure our audience is dying to hear about all of those. I'm well, sure. certainly well, more the, the yeah. UK visit more than anything, yeah. but they're just topics I just threw down. But gotcha. I want to start off with something that you had sent me in a text message today. Okay, can we actually... What? Oh, go ahead. No. Go, no, we'll start there. No, you tell me what you... Ha- at least tell me what it is so I can write it down, what you were um, about ready well, to interrupt go, with. Go ahead and write down Arrow, because okay. I, I want to share a story about that, not necessarily talk about the show. Okay, good. Okay, does that Arrow story, got it. Okay. So this morning, I get a text message from my wife, and this is really the reason why we're sitting here recording right now, because... <laughs> is she had, nice? Do I know her? <laughs> had, had my wife not sent me this text message today this week's episode would not happen. It would right. be actually every, all the topics would be pushed until next Wednesday uh, at our next scheduled time. But I get this text message from my wife, AKA the woman sitting right across from me. For those of you who might be brand new to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Um, where is it? Copy paper. Okay, she wrote, today is one of those days where I have too much to say for Facebook and I wish I had a blog. There are some days that I feel like that. Okay. There are, there are really some times that I've... Now, I've thought often over the last 10 years about... And we've actually talked about it several times about... Um, having my own blog yes. and having a place to, you know, share my thoughts and, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not a very, I don't believe I'm a very um, gifted writer. Okay. I, I generally don't enjoy writing. Uh, I hate typing emails. If you ever email me, you get back like three word responses because I just don't like writing. And um, and so I always talk myself out. I think I've even tried. I, I think that there have been times in the past where you had a blog and I would write something out and then you would put it on. Like, I think that there have been times that I've done that, in, but it was on your blog. It was actually was on just, our blog, on the network's blog, gspn.tv. Okay. And... um. And you did it, yeah. You you did the one about the losing seventy two pounds or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, that was actually a good one. That was a really good blog post, and you wrote that. I did. I'm sure you probably edited it. <laughs> I I don't think I edited it that no, much. Okay. I, I think you did the you did all the work that would be necessary. And if you would have read it through a second time, you probably would have made some of the same changes. Right. If I made any, you would have tweaked it yourself. Because it still needs to sound like me. Right. Even at, right. So um so I, I I've done it in the past, but I don't really um. I don't really feel the need to have my own blog where I'm blogging daily and really you guys don't want to hear what I'm thinking daily. Actually they do, but But some of it's you, not appropriate to you share. Not, you so. may you may not necessarily <laughs> want them to know what sure. you're thinking That's, daily. Right. And um ninety nine percent of them would be like that episode of Family from the Heart, which we should just not go into. Um, which Andrea just got around. To that's why, yeah, yeah, she she listened to it. And, Our friend from Lexington, um, she gets a shout Facebook. out here in this episode. Hello, and Andrea. last week, and last week, yeah, she was excited. Um, about I'm that. actually um, speaking of, and I don't have a thing. Um, you don't have I, a what? I don't. I don't have like a notepad to write on. What a shame. I know, because then I would make a mental note to get in touch with her and tell her that I will be in Lexington with the kids for Honor Choir and that, see if she wanted to grab like lunch or something. And well here you just said it. I so know I did. Here, here's, you like that? Here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this right here for you. Andrea But I don't know the dates right now. Andrea I'm not email sitting. Stephanie at gspn.tv and that will go to her email inbox and say, "Hey, when are you in town?" And she'll get she'll respond. It's like it's it's in just a couple of weeks. The um, Honor Choir at UK is happening. Um, Megan and Matthew will both participate. It's a Friday night and a Saturday, so we will spend the night down there. Because last year I did the whole coming home late and going down early. <laughs> I yeah. don't. I didn't like it. No. And um. So there you go. So okay. yeah. So I was going to say she's taken care yeah, of. Show you perfect. Um, I I just had my people have her people. You did. Who will contact your people? Who will contact her? Which is really just me. I don't have any people. <laughs> um, I don't work well with people. <laughs> they wouldn't get along with. They quit. All my people <laughs> quit. Um. Okay. So anyway, so there have been times where I I've had something to share and and you know. And Facebook just isn't gonna let you Facebook, express it. Although Facebook will allow you to do very will, long posts. Trust me. But I know. here's the here's I know and and you do some and you know how I know that you shouldn't do those on Facebook. Why? Because I don't read them. 
Other people do. I know, but you know. So I have something that I wanted to share. What's on your mind? What's on my mind? My mind is not a good place to be. So yesterday, um, our kids are at school. Yes. And word starts to get around that a note has been found Mm -hmm. making a threat that would happen today at a very specific time. Right. Okay. And... This is not the first time we have been, we have been parents of um, children in this county's school system for 13 years. Yes. 12 years. For 12 years. And this is not the first time that there has been a threat or an actual event. Mm-hmm. Um, all have happened in difference. I mean, they've happened in, in multiple schools, you know, multiple grade levels. And they've all been handled differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I find completely ridiculous at this point is that a threat was made at school yesterday that was going to take place today. And the parents were not notified from school administration in any way, shape, or form. Nothing. Nothing. I looked on We their- have website i looked on their facebook page i looked for news stories nothing nothing um now there there are all call systems set up there are you know there's an email system you know set up plenty of ways for the school administration to reach out yep okay i understand now that yes there was a threat it was investigated by the resource officer on site and then further by the sheriff's department it was um it was deemed invalid i think are the words that i've that i heard mm-hmm. um it was deemed invalid and the day would run as scheduled right okay and how did you hear that information confirmate confirmed hearsay from students who are all over the county that i ran into living my life right and so for those of you who have never played this game, have you ever heard of this game? It's called um, Telephone or I don't know what they call it, what the official name of the game is. It's That's where, what we called it when I was in school. So basically what you do is you you start, you have a group of uh, people in a circle and you whisper a sentence or a phrase in, you know, or tell a short story, a uh, couple sentences into you whisper that into the ear of one person to your left and that person turns around and tells the exact same thing in the person to, the, to their left and it goes all the way around the room and by the time it gets to back to the first person the story is completely different right all right right so that's what you're basing this on this is what i'm basing it this is the information that i have this is the information that is at my disposal and any other parent in our school system it is going on student hearsay. Right. Which who knows how many variations this has gone through. Yes. It's just an overblown game of telephone. And um, so so my first, my first frustration is with the administration. Mm-hmm. Why can't you say there has been a threat? It's been investigated. We've proven it to be false. Yeah. The day will run as scheduled. Um, simple as that. Because in my mind, information reduces panic rather than builds panic. Right. 
So they're you're saying the oh I'm saying that the the parking lot at school is half empty today of of parents who kept their kids home because they felt like it was an unsafe environment. Yeah. Um, I teach my kids to go with their gut. They both felt that it was safe, that it was not a threat, but went to school this morning feeling like if anything changed, that they would contact me to leave. Right. If they were able to. Um, we had we had a threat a couple of years ago. Um, Megan and Matthew were both in the middle school. Mm-hmm. The threat was made at the high school. But again, no information. And so people panicked. And I told my kids, what do you what do you think? You know, we talked to I, I remember us talking about it. We were still um, in the old house and we chose to send our kids to school that day. OK. Um, Megan called me. At some point. And said, Mom, weird things are happening up here. They're not telling us anything. They're moving us. The schedule's being rearranged for no reason. They're telling us to go here. And they're telling us that people are in the hallways for some, like, totally bogus reason. Things don't feel right. Yep. I was in my car. And three minutes later, I was removing my kids from school for the day. Yep. Because your lack of information made my kids feel unsafe. Your need to lie to them made my kids feel unsafe. Yep. So then they wished to leave the premises. No big deal. When they were in middle school, there was actually an emergency where the school had to be evacuated. Parents had to be notified. It ran smoothly. It was perfect. I was so impressed with the way that they handled it. The elementary school, you said? The middle school. The middle school. This is a separate event from this that one? This is a separate event okay. from this. I'm was an actual... Sure yeah, no, the, the, the one that I just talked about was... A separate event. It was a separate event. It was a threat. And no information was given. And it induced panic. This is an actual event. There was a fire on premises. And they evacuated the building. They they got them to the safe place. They it, Everything. Okay. And they did it beautifully. Right. Beautifully. Okay. Last year, there was a threat at the elementary school. And while I do believe in an elementary level where you're dealing with such big age differences and uh, abilities to comprehend that information should be monitored, that doesn't mean don't speak to the parents. Because my kid is at, in elementary school and they are being bussed off the premises to the high school where my high schooler sees her sister being bussed in and she's like, um, what the hell is going on? Right. Sorry for the cursing, but that's what she actually said. <laughs> because I'm at lunch, 30 minutes away from here, and she's calling going, have you heard something's happening? And again, no information induces panic. I'm not a panic-driven person. Nope. I, I'm pretty even-keeled. But I don't understand. If there is a threat of the on the safety of our children, we as parents... We demand to know. The safety of my children is my number one responsibility. When I send them to your campus, I'm entrusting them to yours. You know, I'm entrusting their safety to you. And your lack of information is just absurd. They're still my children. Mm -hmm. They're still my children. And I think that I'm not the only... Now, I'm not saying there aren't panic-induced people because... I know that there are people who panic first and think later. I know that. But if you're upfront about the information to begin with, 
wouldn't that stop a lot of what is my second problem? And that is the parent can panic induced parents. <laughs> I had to deliver McKenna's gym clothes to the middle school today. Okay. The threat was made against the high school yeah. with a very specific timestamp for something to happen. Right. So I'm at the middle school to drop off um, her gym clothes. And the receptionist is on the phone with a parent. I can hear both the receptionist's response and the parent is so worked up, I can hear her as well, okay? And again, had you just shared information, that call would not have taken place at all. But it is not the receptionist's responsibility to take the brunt of that parent's emotion because the administration won't share information. Right. It, it's not her job to sit there and tell you that, you know, I would have told her you're getting worked up over nothing. Calm down. Your kid's safe. If they're not safe, we'll put them on lockdown. You know, they have procedures in place. That's why you're not answering the phones at the middle school. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of many reasons. <laughs> one of many. One of many reasons. Um, that that would be <laughs> that would be like that would be worthy of a television show. <laughs> that would be good. Um, so one the the lady was was cracking me up. Um, she says to the parents, she goes, "Now I'm not trying to be smart with you, but Stephanie would be. I, well, I, that's what I, I I even said out loud. I was like, just do it." <laughs> I'm like, just, she goes, now I'm not trying to be smart with you, but I'm going to be, if there was a threat, if there was a threat, I wouldn't be answering the phone right now. If we were on lockdown, if there was a, a, a fire in the building, I would not be answering the phone right now, which is the truth. The phone up there would be ringing off the hook. Yep. Okay. So the fact that they answered your call to begin with means that all is well. All is well. But when one school doesn't take the time to share the information that they have, even if it's just a threat was made, it's still being investigated. Mm -hmm. um, My feeling is if they had to call the sheriff's department... Then, well, there are resource officers on site who then report back to... Yeah, I but, mean, but so what, it's... One, once there is a, a threat... Whether it's credible or not, I believe once something goes into the investigation process, that's when parents need to be notified. I agree. I I absolutely I agree. Why are parents not notified? So, have you called the school at all to see what's going on? No. Why not? Um, because my kid sent me a text message at eleven one more oh eleven oh one and says, "OMG, four minutes." Dot, 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 dot. Okay. And 11.06, I got a ha, 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 ha. All is well. Okay. All is well. Um, I haven't called the school yet because it's not the receptionist's job to field my call, to, to take my my aggravation, and my, which, which is directed to a one person who is in charge, to the one person who has the ability to say, okay, it's time to notify parents. Okay. Okay. That person, I'll make an appointment with next week okay. when all the crazies are out of the way. When all the crazies are out of the way. And then I'll go in and show me my crazy. 
<laughs> nice. Which he's met before. So it's all good. Yep. It's all good. Um, I don't want to be one of the thousands who are calling today. And, you know, I know that they are busy. And and the receptionist at, at there's multiple schools on our campus. The receptionists in all of the offices are overwhelmed. Well, the reason why they're busy is parents. because they... They, it's the lack of information that keeps exactly. them as busy as they are. Exactly. That I mean, that that is my that is my problem with this whole thing at the school is the lack of information. Why? It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Today's going to go off without hitch. School's over in five minutes. Yeah. School's over in five minutes. Um. There, there's the parade tonight and the homecoming game. You know, it's it's going to be. A great day, minus the lack of information. Right. Well, I wonder how, how much of a how much of an event they'll have at the at the parade, the home gaming game, and stuff like that. Because Matthew told me that he was informed; they were informed that if you did not go to school today, you cannot attend the game and or another, the dance. And another administrator has said, now he's not the one who's up here, but he's you know. He's not the upper up. He's, he's not the higher up. But he's not far behind. Okay. Said that if you don't come to school because you are not, because you didn't feel safe. Yeah. Then. You can come. Then a pass could be made. Okay. The problem is half of their student population is probably missing today. Well, that, if, <laughs> so, and my thinking is, okay, I'm thinking about percentages here. Yep. All right. That has to be some football players. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I, yes, because I. Yeah, they have. to. I mean, even even they say you can't play unless you're there. But if our kid was on the football team and I didn't feel safe, then I mean, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so so that was what you would blog about today. That's I would I would. And it, it's just it's just something that's completely unreal to me and stupid. So I have a question for you. OK. Do you still think that you need a blog if you have, because obviously you said that you're no, not. No, I have a medium to share it. I just don't always, I don't feel like recording whenever I have something that I want to say really fits into Family from the Heart. I'm not ready to have my own show yet again because the, um, the commitment to obligation is not something that, I want to set up for myself right now. Like I look at you on Thursdays going like, oh my God, I got to go do that show and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Yep. Want to help me? No, I don't want to help you because I don't <laughs> want to do my own. Um, so I, I just, I know that I have a place to share and I know that I have, I, I already have a medium to share. It's just sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes I think that it would, sometimes I think that it would, come differently in a different form yeah yeah there's absolutely no question certainly the the way what you're trying to communicate will come across completely differently in a written form versus what you've just shared here some of it would be more edited and tweaked to to basically have more of a flow and and a story and and stuff like that it certainly wouldn't um, commun- but it wouldn't communicate the same passion or the emotion behind it. And so True. that's one of the things that I love about an audio podcast know, more than anything. The only thing is, though, is that a blog is much easier to be shared uh, in various other forms. Right. The written word, because people can click on it, read it, and be on their way. Whereas an audio podcast, you know, how many people are actually going to 
to right. click through and li- then listen to it. So, um, but then again, again, for anybody who would read your blog post, it'd take them, you know, maybe four or five minutes, maybe 10 minutes if you wrote a really long blog post. Uh, but there's no way that blog post would ever communicate what you just communicated in about 17 minutes of audio. Right. So, yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting stuff. And I also, same thing. Um, Megan had a teacher who is new to our school this year who refused to um, to participate in lockdown drill procedures at the beginning of the year. And now there's a threat where they could possibly have to be on lockdown and she wouldn't know what to do. Really? Yeah, I'm going to have to remember to bring that up when I call. <laughs> Stephanie, I feel so bad for the school administrators right now. <laughs> but they brought it on themselves, seriously. I, I agree with you. I, I mean... I, I think it's ridiculous. Um, and, you know, the thing is, is that if school, if students are talking about this, parents need to be notified what the real story is. Right. We need we need the original source information. Right. So enough said. I think we we've we've gotten that good. one. So I'm thankfully, good. our kids are safe and yep. there's not been a problem, although there are stories around the country of terrible things happening. And we understand that. And that is something that. I think does add to the weight of the situation. It does. I think that it's sad that we, I mean, obviously we could say it a hundred. It's sad that we live in a world that these drills have to take place. Um, While I'm glad that, because we never had a lockdown drill Did, when I went to Stephanie, school. Stephanie, I will tell you right now. We had a fire drill and a tornado drill. That's let, it. Let me tell you something. When I was in middle. Oh, earthquake. Is that the one where you hide under your desk? Yes. Okay. So when I was in middle school and it was all the way from eighth grade all the way until my senior year, there was a kid in my school. And I will tell you right now, today he would be considered a terrorist. I'm not kidding you. You know, back back then we would have called him a bully. But today, <laughs> no, bullying right. is different. Bullying is when you go and say, you know, you go onto somebody's Facebook page and you tell somebody they're fat. That's bullying. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, and, and I know there are worse case scenarios. Of right. This. I know Trust you're, me, I'm you're, not trying to yeah, underplay it. But, but let me tell you what I what I had in middle school all the way from eighth grade all the way through 12th grade. I had what they called a bully. All right. But this kid is a kid who threatened to kill me on a consistent basis, literally threatened to kill me in front of other teachers and told about all the Did you the graduate way- with him? You graduated I, with no, him. No, he never you? graduated. He oh, actually okay. well, eventually, but- he actually eventually um, never, he didn't graduate, but he, they kept him in school. He, he would be suspended for three, four, six weeks at a time. See, and now they have special places to send kids like that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they, it needs to be Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> this kid, this um, kid, I, I don't know whatever happened to him, but I tell you what, I literally feared for my life yeah. on a pretty much ongoing basis from this one individual. And he was one scary dude. It, it was it was crazy. And so I can't even imagine. I, yeah. I mean, he we wouldn't had, make it today. I remember, I remember when I was in high school trying to remember what grade I was in and I don't I can't recall right now but there was now there was an incident in a neighboring town where a student had um killed his parents and then took his weapon to school it's in our county yep I um, remember that and and while we didn't go that school went on lockdown that day yep we didn't go on lockdown but our day ceased to exist as scheduled 
and they brought in counsel. I mean, because that school was brand new. And so we were um, redistrict when it opened. So there were a lot of split family, you know, not split families, but, um, you know, where you had went to school with your family at one point and, and extended family, cousins and friends. Um, and so, I mean, our school, our day ceased to exist as it was. And they brought in counselors for us to talk to. And there were officers on site that day. And, and um, but we didn't have the same threats that they do today. Right. And we didn't have nearly, I mean, they have drills. Do you know that our kids have drills for an outside threat, an inside threat? Um, they have a play, They have a map and a route to run to if there is an inside threat and they can get out of the building. Did you know that? That No, but I'm, I'm glad that they do have that. Do you know where it is? No. Do you want to know where it is? It's a Toyota. They run to Toyota. Okay. In a zigzag line. Interesting. Yes. So... so it's it's um it's frustrating that we live in a world where where these things have to be set in place right it is reassuring to know that they are set in place and it is frustrating as hell to know that the administration won't share information when it needs to be shared that's exactly right well there you go and that, my friends, is what Stephanie had on her mind today. It is. And we're tagging the school in the in the post when you post this. All right. Tag the school. You want to do that? I don't know. Right. Maybe I'll just send it. There you go. All right. So, yeah. Speaking of school. <laughs> Speaking of. So, we went on a certain school visit last week. Or this, this week. Was that this week? It, it was. was. Just, wow. That was just two days <laughs> was ago, two wasn't days it? Ago. It seems like last week. It does. McKenna woke up this morning and she goes, Mama, is it Friday? I'm like, finally. It is finally Friday. This has been like the longest week. So we took the day, I took the day off and um, Megan took the day off school. And the three of us went down to the University of Kentucky for a campus tour. We did. Um, I've shared before that I have um, an unrealistic bias, negative bias. <laughs> Against UK. Okay. Okay. For no other reason that I can come up with other than to just be a pain in the butt. Right. Like, really, I can't come up with it. Um, UK's never done anything to me. I've never done anything to UK. It, it's, I'm not all that sports centric since I've married you. I mean, it's not like there is a real reason there that I shouldn't like UK. Right. All right. But I've kept this up for a long time now. Yeah. And um, when Megan first started talking about going to God, I'm like, just don't go, go anywhere but UK. Like, go anywhere but UK. And she's like, are you serious, mom? I'm like, no, not really. Yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> so when she decided to make, where when she asked and wanted to make a UK tour, I'm like, well, we got to get it over with. I mean, it's the University of Kentucky. Yeah. You know, we, you're going to want, to see the camp you're going to want. I don't think you're going to want to go there. And I'm like naming off the reasons mainly because I don't want you to go there. But I'm going down there thinking this is just a check mark on the list. Not going to like it. Pretty sure it's not going to have anything that, you know. Oh, my God. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I think Megan did, too. Yeah. It was a good school. And good th school. There's no question about it. They have uh, they have a very beautiful campus. 
Um, lot, lots of development there, a lot of brand new items to their school. There's a lot of older stuff, but the older stuff is being phased out and, and moved towards the newer stuff. And so it, it seems like a very nice campus. Uh, definitely not as spread apart as what I had thought mm-hmm. it was. So it, it, it has a pretty good common uh, campus area. So it's, yeah, it was pretty nice. I really enjoyed it. It's the campus, like, beautiful. The living, um, the dorms, the the residence halls, the door are so many steps up from anywhere that we've been recently. Yeah. Um. Really, because there is no reason that college freshmen should have to live in a place that smells like mildew. Yeah. I mean, really, there's just not. Yeah. And she's um, talking about Western Kentucky and I University. Am of <laughs> the dorm that we toured at Western did, in fact, smell like mildew. Um. And it's, I mean, they're, they're li- and they have this amazing program The um, it's called the living learning program where you're actually um, living with people who are studying in the same, studying in the same field and industry that you are. So it's easier to make study groups and, you know, to, I actually, I mean, really, really cool things going on down there. Yep. UK is, in my opinion, now the thing is... I and it's closer to home. I did not go to the campus tour of Western Kentucky University. You did not, but you've been there many times. Yep. And, you know, given previous conversations that we've had, there is a there is one good reason for liking WKU or Western K- Kentucky University over UK. And that is that it's about six or it's about $6,000 minimum cheaper than the University of Kentucky per year. Still extremely expensive, no matter which way you go in those right, two, right. Two, those two options. But still, you know, with that being said, you know, UK, in my opinion, is a much greater school. Now, how how can I say that, given the fact that I didn't go on the campus tour there? The fact is that my my sister went to Western Kentucky University, and so I've seen their campus, walked around their campus, I've seen their dorm living situations, <laughs> and it's like it, it's not fun, it's not good. No. Um, but yeah, so UK was, I, I thought it was a beautiful school. It's the most expensive option in Kentucky for a state-run school, right. a state university. But uh, we knew that going in. But it is the it is the most popular and it has a lot to offer there. So certainly um, one that, you know, it, it, it would if she's seriously considering school, it's something that's probably in the running. Um, I don't know where she is comparing, you know, UK to Western at this point i think the um the living learning program and the living situation period yeah <laughs> have um raised uk above western one thing i think did i'm pretty sure that um, this was something megan said that she said that if she went to western she'd probably end up going through the the joining going greek you know joining yes, one of the sororities yes. Whereas at uk she doesn't feel like that that would she necess- feels like she could get involved in ways other than going greek right that there are there are more opportunities to be involved in clubs and groups and stuff without being now um, do you remember was it 25 percent of uk is greek or 20 percent or was it 50 percent it was not 50 it was was, smaller than that no it was much i think it was either 20 or 25 i think they said 25 percent okay i think they said 25 percent of the students go greek at uk which is a pretty low percentage honestly it is there's like 31 31 thousand I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't I paying remember. attention okay. to that. But, you know, here's the thing. I'm not opposed to going Greek for our kids. Um, although I will tell you that I am an alumni of Tau Kappa Epsilon and 
I will tell you personally from firsthand experience that going Greek just adds to a very negative aspect overall to the experience. Now, I only have my own experience uh, to judge that upon, but I can tell you, and it's one school, but in the, at least at the school that I went to, uh, it it was a very, very uh, negative lifestyle for a very lengthy <laughs> period of time. And um, I, think, I, I think it actually detracts from learning and education and all kinds of other things. And it also introduces a lot of uh, very inappropriate social right. um, uh, interactions. So, I think that... Um... And, and so, yeah, I have, I have some opinions there. But at the same time, I, I made it through, you know? Right. And so, right. you know, I, I can't say that my life is worse because of it, although you know, I, I'm lucky to be alive today. Yes. Um, there, there, I will just quite honestly, I'll just share full disclosure. When I was in a, a fraternity, it was there that I learned to binge drink like nothing else. Um, I am absolutely shocked that I did not come away as a raging alcoholic. Uh, my first semester of college um i although i was a i was a straight a student um i did have to drop one class i did have to drop my psychology class that first term but i still grad i, I still made it through with a 4.0 gpa uh, after dropping one class but i i will tell you that my first semester at uh my at the college i attended i did not go th- i think there were two or three days the entire semester that i was actually sober when at school so it it was not I I did not have a very good right uh, approach to my educational. Now I will tell you that I struggled with trying to break free from that lifestyle in my second year, uh, and finally I decided that you know given my my real dad my biological dad's addiction to drugs and being a full blown alcoholic himself, knowing that. That was, it seemed to me that I was following in his footsteps and the pain and stuff that that caused for me in my life. I did make a decision after my second semester that I would never touch another drink of alcohol. Um, and I was able to walk away from that lifestyle. So thankfully, I made it out of life. Although I will tell you, I did some very terrible things, stupid things that could have cost me my life and I could have cost people other people's lives by the stupid things I did. And though uh, many of those things... I would have never done had I not been a part of a fraternity. So there you go. Now, no. but I still, I, I still made the decisions I made. They, I, I right. can't blame you it. Can't on, blame that, right. I don't blame those people. And I'm sure that there are other schools with fraternities and sororities that are much more mature or whatever the case may be. But I'm just telling you that overall, Your experience my was, experience is this. And so negative. Right. while I'm not completely against my daughter going into a sorority, and by the way, I'm also judging it upon my sister's experience in a sorority as right. well at Western, yes, which I can tell you is equal to my own experience. So, yeah, so I'm kind of delighted the fact that she's even considered right. going to college and not becoming a part of that peer group. Yes, I I agree. I agree. And the good news is that what what I can tell you is that she's already exemplified in high in middle school and in high school that she can rise above the the negative influences of a peer group in you know the overall popular right. crowd yes. in high school and in middle school she is she has done all three of our kids have done really well to to avoid I, I mean our schools our school system 
the the schools that our kids attend are literally flooded with drugs and alcohol. Oh my gosh, they our kids know where to go to get them. Yeah, if, if they wanted them, they know where to go there, to get them. There are kids in middle school. I'm pretty who, sure that's what Megan told me at the end of her second day of her freshman year. Yeah, what'd you learn today? Where to buy my drugs? Yeah. There, there are kids in our middle schools who are addicted to heroin, and yeah. it's readily available in our schools any day of the week. You right. Can, the kids know where to get it, and they have friends who are, well, they have acquaintances who, who are, who are right. involved in all of that stuff, and they work with, you know, Megan works with people who are involved in stuff, yep. and yet she has not entered that world, and, and that speaks a lot to her character, yep. and, and I'm very proud of her. Did you way. know? Um, and Matthew, and McKenna. Just quick story is that um you know there because uh, she does work with people who are you know, young adults who are not making wise choices and um and they had a new person start and they're all outside um on their way they, they've closed the store they're, they'll be leaving this was several months ago and um they're smoking and the new person offers megan a cigarette to which a cigarette cigarette yes okay yes <laughs> like tobacco cigarette yes okay like tobacco cigarette. and so and um and one of the one of the boys that she works with that she's worked with you know the whole time she's been there goes oh no 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 we don't do that we do it but we don't offer it to megan <laughs> they they don't she's told them no and they've respected that yeah anyway that's good and they protect her in that way. But um, but UK was a great school. UK had, was a had great a, school. Had a great visit. Um, Megan is feeling like it's at the top of her list now. Um, it is far enough away to live on campus and to find some um, independence. Not that she needs to look very far because she's been independent since the day she was born. Um, but close enough that she can come home. We can go visit and she won't go into full-on separation anxiety. Right. Which she can also struggle with. <laughs> so there, there's still one more uh, college visit, I think, that we're going to yes. set up. And it's one that I, I'm kind of biased toward myself I personally. I and that would be NKU. And it is for several reasons. And, and I'm not going to beat around the bush. I mean, obviously, one of them it's is... It's here. It, it's here. And there's the cost would be... If, if we're going to be involved in the cost of college... Uh, which I have some desire to to do that. Actually, I have a huge desire. How much ability right, is right. the question? Um, a lot can change in a year, babe. A, a lot can change, and I understand that. And I'm praying through all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that I'm even ha- having conversations out loud about it uh, is a huge step forward. Right. So, but here's the thing. I mean, number one, I I can't remember. I, we don't know the cost of NKU. No, we don't. But but my guess is that it's going to be. I a don't think fraction of visited the school yet. Right. Because didn't we talk like last week about yeah. how these the colleges come into the high schools and give information? I don't think NKU has been to the high school yet. Well, I, I don't even want to wait for that. I want to I want to go there and let's let's do this thing. Okay. But uh I, do they have weekend visits? I don't know. UK did not. That's why we had to go on a Wednesday. Okay, cuz th- then maybe we'll have to go like the the first week in November. That's fine. It's NKU, babe. I know. November. I know. <laughs> uh it's cold. I know. But anyway, um I have lived here my whole life. I, I do know what the weather's like so, in November. But the thing is is there are a couple of reasons. So obviously my guess is that just tuition in and of itself is probably a fraction of UK. Okay. 
All right, that, that's just a guess. I don't know that. It's been a couple years since I've been to school. Couple years? Just a, a couple? A couple years. I'm going to Google it right now. Keep talking. All right. So, and then when it comes to housing, the cool thing is, is that Megan's housing would be absolutely free because NKU is close enough for her to drive to stay, school. Right. She can she live at could home. She stay and- right here, have free room and board for as long as she's in college here under our roof. Not only that, but there's food provided in that situation as well. So, you know, there's housing costs, there's food costs, um, everything she she could be taken care of here. So there's that. And not to mention the fact that I went to NKU and I happen to know that it is a really good school. So what's so funny? You just talked about the school that you went to and the fraternity you were in and you. No, I'm <laughs> saying the, the 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 Greek system is terrible in my from my experience. The school itself, I actually there was some time in 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 my time at NKU where I was not heavily involved in the Greek system. I you know that I started out in the Greek system. I had a terrible experience. I had to be able to break free from the alcoholic tendency lifestyle. Right, I know. I had to distance myself from a lot of that experience. This says for 2016-17 undergraduate, Uh uh, full-time 12 to 16 hours is 4,500. Yeah, that's that's a fraction of the cost of of UK. How how much did you say? Is that for a year or for a semester? It's a semester. So it would be 9,000 for the year, which really is. It was only 11 for a year. Yeah, but the the See, the thing the is, thing is, is, is that the they housing. all show right. The thing is the housing, and they all show their tuition differently. Yeah. So you can look at one and say, "Oh, wow, well that's," but they're showing you per semester, where the other one is showing you a whole year. And See, so, I, but the housing would be the big thing. Here. The housing is the big thing, and that's that's the biggest cost at NKU or at UK is the housing. And now, granted, it's great. housing. It's good housing. There's no question, but. Um, you know, it, yeah, th- th- there's a lot of things to think about. So, you know, obviously I'm I'm geared and leaning more towards NKU myself. Personally, I'm biased towards it for, for those reasons. And I don't know how that's going to turn out. I'm trying not to let that be overly. We need to not let. Yeah. we. You know, and the thing is, is, you know, there, there could be situations where, you know, it's like, hey, this is how much it would be at NKU. And this is how much we'd be willing to try to come up with. And if you want to, if you are so desperate for this other situation, here are ways that that right. funding can be found. And and I do will I do not want to have her considering the idea of going into debt and getting student loans. I think she knows she knows that going in. Um, she she absolutely knows that. Um, that. Student loans and credit cards are not something that. Yeah. But but NKU but UK is is twenty seven grand a year, if you and that's the cheapest housing and that's full tuition for the year, so it was twenty seven thousand dollars a year for. That was twenty four. I I I think I I estimated with, with the overall cost. I think there okay. there are some costs associated that aren't necessarily tuition. Okay, you know, and and stuff like that. When you so there are things that they're not telling you. Yeah. So, but my my guess is that it was going to cost about twenty seven thousand, maybe even thirty thousand dollars a year at at UK. Whereas, if you're talking, how much did you say? Eight thousand there? Seven thousand? Eight thousand? It, it would be nine a year for tuition. Nine a year. 
So 45 per semester. So, and then of course, so you're talking $10,000. So it's almost a third of the cost. Right. And she would be, now the thing is, is she wouldn't have the autonomy of, of being out on her own and stuff like that. She'd be staying with us mm-hmm. and, and things. But hey, if the whole idea here is an education, education so that she can be a teacher. Right. Then, then does that, you know, that's the important thing. And can she be taught here and given the credentials to become a teacher here versus UK or whatever? The, so there's all kinds of things. I know. You know, and, and I honestly, I, I, we've prayed crazy prayers before. We've said, God, bring us the money truck, right? So I, you know what, in my wildest dream, we, you know, we are consistently, you know, I'm doing some wise decisions and, and some things have happened in our business where we're making twice the amount of income that we're making right now. And it's just a total no-brainer. It doesn't matter if you go to NKU or UK. If you decide to go to college, we're paying the whole thing. If we could afford that, okay. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. But unfortunately, that's not the financial situation that we're in. Right. You know, and so these questions and, and concerns are very deep and heavy. Which is why we're doing our tours mind. now and getting our information so that we have plenty of time to talk and yep. make decisions and go from there. Exactly. Cool. Go so that was our UK visit. It was. It was a good visit. Speaking about money. <laughs> so so here, and, and again, these are not that important, but uh, just they're just topics that I had here and they happened right before we recorded today. But uh, I got an email this morning from Cincinnati Bell. They said, hey, we have good news. You can double your speed and have the same price uh, in in your area uh, on your internet connection. And so I looked online and sure enough, I could have double the speed and um, I could uh, for the for roughly the same cost as what we were paying before. And so I went in and made a change to our account, but I didn't double our speed. It's like, well, first of all, the speed that we've had for the last two years has been sufficient. True. All right. Yes. So it has not been an issue. Nobody's complained. Oh my gosh, why does this keep buffering or whatever? Right. That's not been an issue for us. But what I did do is I went in and I didn't quite double the speed, but we went up another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are we are a, a significantly amount faster on our up, upload and download speeds, and our monthly cost is actually ten dollars a month cheaper. That's cool. Yep. Look and, at you saving ten dollars. Hey, it's hundred and twenty bucks a year. That's right. So, um, and also, uh, I got a thing from GNC recently and learned that our amino acids that we use as our supplement when we're working out yes. that helps us. By the way, for those that don't know this, if you drink an amino acid supplement, it allows you to stay hydrated, and it also the amino acids in inside help you. Um, keep from burning uh, muscle for, you know, it actually keeps you from burning muscle while you're working out. So it helps maintain the muscle that you have. And not only that, but it also helps uh, in the recovery as well. It helps quicker recovery. So amino acids are pretty important. But wait, there's more. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that's it. But um, we we drink an amino acid supplement. We basically, it's a little powder we put in our water bottles. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we use that while we're working out, and it keeps us hydrated and all those good things. Anyway, we're running low. Time the, to order. The, 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 now, of course, nobody ever is expected, I think, to pay the full price of $69.99, which is a ridiculous price anyway. Exactly. But um, our mem- we have a GNC membership because we buy all of our supplements at GNC. And so our price is $49.99. 
So 50 bucks per bottle, which lasts us a while. A yes. bottle will last us two or three months. But um, but still, it's $50. But they had buy two, get one free. Nice. And so I just now went online and bought three bottles and got it for 100 bucks. It'll be like... We we should be good for the rest of the year. For I know sure. that's why I was just I was looking at the at the date. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna last us till January. At, at least through it probably last us through January, which is great because. But the thing is, is we're actually working out more now. You're going to five days a week at, with me. I am. So we so we're actually getting ready to increase our usage of our amino acids. Cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Awesome. So tell me your arrow story. <laughs> okay. Um, last season, we got way behind on Arrow. And it's a show that we watch with Matthew. Um, I've always enjoyed it. But season four just started off rough. It just wasn't great. Right. And so when we got busy, it was very easy for it to fall behind. And um, Matthew asked us earlier this week if we were going to catch up on Arrow before it started back, which is like next Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, sure, Matt, we can tr- we can try to do that. You know what? Actually, I didn't call him Matt because I never call him. Matt. I said, sure, Joe, we can do that. And um, and so on Monday night, we watched two episodes. On Wednesday night, no, on Tuesday night, we watched three episodes. That was a big deal yep. to sit down and watch three episodes of television in one night. That's not something we've ever had time to do. Like it's been so long since we've had time to do that. So on Wednesday night, we go to UK, come home, have a fantastic dinner. By the way, it was phenomenal. That was the most amazing (laughs) beef stew I've ever had. Thank you. Um, I really should cook at home more often. Although tonight the parade starts at 530. So I have no idea what what we're doing for dinner. Gotcha. Um, And... Megan was going to dance and so we're like, well, let's, let's watch an episode of Arrow. So we watch one and then we watch another and well, we're not doing anything. And so then we watch another and Matthew comes down and he's like, so where are you guys at? What, what episode are you on? And we tell him what's going on. And he's like, you're like almost done. How many episodes have you watched? (laughs) And we counted up and we'd watched five episodes that night, that night, night. that night or two nights, two nights ago. And so he gets his he gets his water and he's like, I'm going back upstairs. He's because he's catching up on Supergirl before the new season starts. And and we started and I pause it again and I look at where I was like, you know, what's more phenomenal than the fact that, you know, is that we have the time to watch five episodes. Yeah. In one, I mean, that was that was special. We actually watched six episodes that night. Yeah. And the only episode we have left now is the finale. Is the finale. But I was just kind of like, it's been a long time since we've had an evening of nothing. Yeah. Where we would just have open time because we've been working out or I've well, been and working. And that wasn't even, but the, you've been going on Wednesday nights and working Monday out. Monday and Wednesday. And, and then, you know, before that there was, you know, the kids schedule and, you know, picking up and dropping off and. We had nothing on our schedule Wednesday night. Yeah. And by the way, I want to give people an update. Our And this is all possible because we've moved our workouts to the morning, which we talked about last week. Which is incredible. Which is incredibly awesome. Stephanie and I, had, oh. we did it Monday morning and Tuesday morning. I worked out the 
the workout routines that we were going to do. We went in and we took our pre-workout in the morning, which has caffeine in it. So it gets us going. It It is incredible. And we've been doing more than an hour. It's been like an hour and a half sessions that we've been doing. And we come out of it just so energized and feeling so like we've accomplished so much. And not to mention the fact that we got with this amazing calorie deficit, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, and wow, it has been incredible. Now, of course, we had Wednesday off because we went for the UK visit. Right. Um, and today and tomorrow, ye- yesterday and today, uh, you, you went to a doctor's visit and had a um, an injection that uh, you're not allowed to work out. I can't until- work out until at least he would rather I work out, wait until next Thursday, but I'm going to start working out again on Monday. Okay. So anyway, so you're not available for strength training yesterday and today. And so I decided that I would go ahead and just do my fasted cardio here this morning. Yesterday, it was because the car wasn't available to me. Turns out that you needed to go to some other places this morning. So um, I just did fasted cardio just like I had normally done in the mornings. And that's been fine. But next week, Monday through Friday, we're we're actually going to be strength training together five days a week. I know. I just wrote it into my calendar this morning. That's awesome. And so uh, we're going chest and tricep, back and bicep, I legs. Thought, yes. Chest and tricep, back and bicep, legs. I, or, no, no, th- no, not no, legs no. again. I thought I was just doing core and cardio on the two off. I, huh? Is that all you're doing is core and cardio? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll talk all about right. it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Okay. Cool. Well, anyway, it's going to be good. So, yeah. Mine. So, arrow mine. story. Um, a Cursed Child, Harry Potter. I'm, yes, you're I'm, reading it. I'm reading that. I'm on Act Two. It's going real. It's like really fast and and stuff like that. And it's so weird to read it as a play and try to imagine it on a yeah on a stage on a stage. But it's cool that it is the same characters. Uh, I think it is written by J.K. Rowling. It is. So it you know it's it. I'm enjoying it for what it is so far. Uh, but it it is so different and it's ah oh, man. I wish. I wish it was written the way the other stories were written and that Jim Dale was reading it to me. That's think, all I got to say. I think you're not far enough out from reading to maybe enjoy it the way yeah. it's meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I found another podcast out there that, that has been around for ages and I, I downloaded a couple episodes, sampled them, and I'm like, no, I can't listen to these people. They're such snobs. <laughs> Are they? Uh, yeah, it's like they're, they're like I, you know, oh yeah, tell me which horrible quote this is from, you know, and it's like, and they're it's like they all hate certain things. It's like, listen, you know, if you're gonna be hating on it, I don't want to hear it. Although there are plenty of times people felt that way about us in our lost podcast. I'm sure, and and of course, I'm sure we've had things that we hated on. I I certainly had things that I hated on in Twilight. <laughs> I definitely had things I hated on in Lost. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was ho hum. That, <laughs> that was, episode. It was. <laughs> That was a good one. It wasn't even that episode. It was like a six story, six episode arc. Yeah, that was the first six six episodes of season season three. three. I'm very, very validated in my feelings toward those episodes. No, I I agree agree with you. There was Anna Lulu. Oh, good grief. (laughs) But um, yeah, so Cursed Child, I'm reading it. And and I'm, I'm enjoying that. But it's not the same connection as having... The full on experience of yeah. Jim Dale. Well, reading I think you like having the different stories. voices and you know yeah. having yeah yeah and and the thing is is I was able to do it while I was brushing my teeth while I'm eating whereas for this for me to continue you have the story, to be sitting I have and to, reading I have to actually be looking and reading right I can't do it while I'm driving I can't so many other places I was listening to the audio and right and uh, 
the amounts of times that I have to read and because of the stuff that's going on in the business, by the time I have time to read and I'm not, you know, missing out on time with you, I'm, I'm tired. It's time to go to bed. Right. So anyway, it's all good. Hey, check that out. We're uh, 15 seconds away from wrapping up here <gasps> or one hour. So we just want to say thank you guys. We'll be back next week, hopefully. And until then, <laughs> Stephanie and I want to encourage you to live your life on purpose.